Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning. I'm Stan Bunger. I'm Susan Lee Taylor. Well, as you may have heard on the World News Roundup, today is the 30th anniversary of the Loma Prieta earthquake. Later today, Governor Newsom will officially announce a statewide earthquake early warning app. Meantime, KCBS's Holly Kwan joins us from San Francisco's Civic Center Plaza, where seismologists, Bay Area officials, and emergency management experts have gathered to talk about preparing for the next big one. Yeah, Susan, this is what a 7.0 quake may sound like. Three, two, one. Yeah, that's the shake trailer here in the Civic Center Plaza, giving people who weren't here in 1989 a taste of what being on top of the epicenter may have been like. Now, that's what these anniversaries are for, remembering uh, what went before and then looking forward to what's to come. Dr. Jennifer Strauss runs UC Berkeley's earthquake app. It's called MyShake. It's a crowdsourcing tool used as recently as Monday night's 4.5 Pleasant Hill quake. Lets you weigh on weigh in on where you are and how strongly you may have felt it. You know, at about that time you're like, oh, what's shaking? And then you have this whole map and information and um, within four minutes actually we had 27 experience reports already because that's the time I got on it and, and had found my phone and, and got everything ready and I'm like, oh, Oh, wait, people are already talking. Well, like you said, later this morning, the governor is set to announce yet another app that hooks in the early warning system. San Francisco, Holly Kwan, KCBS. And be sure not to miss our special live one-hour-long KCBS report, Aftershock. Are we ready for the next big one? That'll be today at 5 o'clock right here on KCBS. Stan Bunger will be hosting. And you can listen to all of our Loma Prieta-related coverage and special reports on our website. That would be kcbsradio.com slash 89earthquake. Investigators now going through the wreckage at that New Star fuel storage facility in Crockett where that huge fire burned the other day, forcing the shutdown of the Interstate 80 freeway. State workplace safety officials have shut down operations there until the cause of the fire can be determined. KCBS reporter Bob Butler says the company is not subject to Contra Costa County's industrial safety ordinance, and at least one official believes it should be. Supervisor John Joya was new on the board in 1999 after a series of serious refinery and chemical plant accidents. The county has a very robust uh, industrial safety ordinance that applies to the four refineries and and additional chemical plants here. It does not cover the six to seven storage tank facilities that exist in Contra Costa. And he thinks it should. He sits on the board's industrial safety ordinance committee. I'm going to be uh, having us look into that issue of how do we expand the industrial safety ordinance or parts of it to cover storage tank facilities like this uh, that are not located on the grounds of refineries. He does not know if this would have prevented Tuesday's accident. In Crockett, Bob Butler, KCBS. It was a day many of us will never forget. KCBS's Mike Colgan was working at the station's bureau in San Jose when Loma Prieta hit, and he files this remembrance. For many who lived through Loma Prieta, it was one of, if not the scariest moment of their life. It certainly was for me. I just stepped out of an elevator of a building at First and Taylor in San Jose. As I told anchors Stan Bunger and Jan Black minutes later, none of us expected to make it out alive. I was about to get in the elevator on the 12th floor of the, uh, of the building that our bureau is located in, and it shook so violently. 
apparently that all three of us thought we were going to die. Yeah, it was truly terrifying. After catching my breath, I was sent to downtown Santa Cruz where three people died of the collapse of the Pacific Garden Mall. Resident John James remembered how shocked he was by what he saw. It looked like a third world country that had been bombed. I mean, it was bricks everywhere, rubble. People were just kind of walking around in kind of a stupor. They didn't know what happened. It was kind of scary. Santa Cruz Deputy Police Chief Rick Martinez, the only one left in the department that was in service that day, said the scariness continued long after the initial quake. The aftershocks continued, so we were we were basically digging, and then the aftershock would hit, we'd run out of the building, you know, because the building would, would continue to come down around us, and, you know, all we were really given for protective equipment was a set of gloves and uh, probably an, an outdated expired fire helmet, which I still have today. Santa Cruz Fire Chief Jason Hadouk, meanwhile, said, remember the Six P's. Six P's. People and pets, phone numbers and important documents, prescriptions and eyeglasses, pictures and irreplaceable uh, assets, personal computer and, and hard drives, and plastic, which really includes money. Chief Aduke said everyone should have a go bag that includes food, water, medications, as well as selecting a meetup location in case family members get separated. In Santa Cruz, Mike Colgan, KCBS. <laughs> 